I feel like a tremendous fool and it has everything to do with getting a phone call from every state, having a listener in every state. Okay. I multiple times over the past couple of weeks when was I was giving updates, I was struggling with the number of states versus the percentage. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, well, my chart says we're at 44%. I wonder how many states that is. There's 50 states. So every state is two percentage points. It's so obvious, but I was like trying to do weird math in my head. So if we had 44%, that means we have 22 states. You know what? I didn't even think about that because when people start talking about math, my brain shuts off. I, it's it just, just is like it glosses over it because I'm not going to understand it anyway. So I just turn it off. And I don't even know why I was talking about percentages. I think it's just because this app, there's an app called Ben, B-E-E-N. And if you're a traveler, it's cool because, or if you're keeping track of states. States that people are calling from because you have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's uh, somebody who listens to the upside, turn me on to it and you just download it and then you just check off everything, but it keeps track by percentage huh. and we don't need, that's just nonsense. So we just need number of states. And I realize all you have to do is divide the percentage in half. So right now we're at, I'm not going to do percentages anymore. If you're listening to this show and it's before 9am, before you've had your coffee, you on hate a, chef right now. On a Monday. On a I'm Monday. so sorry. Welcome we're, to Monday, friends. We're at 28 states. Perfect. Which is 56% if you're keeping track. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for my reliable vehicle. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for socks. I thought that just based on weather reports, I thought that taking my car that has four wheel drive from Atlanta to Nashville would be the right thing to do. And it was the most beautiful, dry, not a flake of anything. Roads weren't even damp. And Jeff scared me too. I took snow boots and I realized on Saturday that All I brought was snow boots and tennis shoes. So I had to go buy a pair of shoes on Saturday. You know what it was is I thought of if you've ever made the drive from Atlanta to Nashville, there's a mountain right in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe that going either up or down that elevation. Because North Georgia did get snow last week. So we're not totally off base, but I think we were a little um, misprepared. Yeah. Callie's like, oh, we're taking your car because I love driving Callie's car. She goes, oh, you're taking your car. We're taking your car. And I go, yeah, because, you know, four wheel drive, it's bigger. It just might be, you know, safer in case we get into a dangerous situation. And it was whatever the exact opposite of dangerous is. It was that. Yes, it was that. We had such a great time in Nashville meeting so many podcast listeners and their friends. Thank you. Thank you. And their spouses and their spouses. Thank you to everybody for coming out. Um, T-Bird said she, she, her estimate of the crowd was about 40 people. Yeah. Coming and going. And there was um, someone that actually that listens to our show. And I, I think her name is Kim. 
but I could be wrong. And if your name's not Kim, tell me what your name is. Cause we're Instagram friends for sure. And her mom was in the hospital and she just dropped by to say hi and then left to go be with her mom. So she left the hospital, came to our meetup or came to our meetup on her, on her way, way to, to the, the hospital, hospital to see her mom. Did so. I get, did I get to say hi to her? Yeah. You talked to her. She had oh. on a black sweater, long, super nice. I didn't even know that she was going to visit her mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, here's what's great about having no expectations. Five people would have been a tremendous success. 40 people is amazing. Yeah. And we didn't really know. I mean, here's the thing. Like when you're, when you do, when you're starting a business and you're starting a business that you're not totally familiar with, like we kind of have an idea what we're doing because of like Jeff's background in radio, but truly this is a whole different ball game. So we're kind of winging it pretty much all the time. Yes. And when, you know, cause T-Bird was actually the one that was pitching us on doing meetups when we hired her and we were both like, well, I don't know. And so this was like our first out of Atlanta, out of Georgia experience. And I think it went really, really well. And it was nice to be able to sit down and talk to you and actually have a conversation and hear more about you. And the good thing about these meetups is it's like it it is cool for us to get to talk to you and learn more about you. So we know who's on the other side of the podcast. Yes. And, um, to hear your feedback is, is awesome, but also to put faces with names that we've seen on Instagram right. or, you know, or, uh, um, that well, who may have called into the show. Like it's, it's cool to do that. And I, as somebody who I think by nature is more introverted than extroverted, like I am an extrovert. If, I'm on stage, like if I'm doing a show or if I'm mm-hmm. hosting a podcast, radio show, something like that, I think I'm extroverted, but I'm by nature, I'm, I'm fine just sitting with like three people in the corner, you know, on the corner seats of a bar. Like that's a big night out yeah. for me. So it was really cool to have multiple people at the meetup come up and say, I am an introvert. And I came here and I've been standing over there and I've been watching you guys. And now I'm here like, and they put like their fear aside and come and hung out. And it was, it was just neat to see introverts accept introverts and extroverts respect introverts. And it was just, a, it was just really cool. I always am weird about, cause I would consider myself a pretty natural extrovert, but I have a weird mental hang up with people are coming because we asked them to like my mental hang up is like, I don't know who's there because they want to hang with us and who I don't see these as like a meet and greet, get to see me and Jeff, but I see it as more of like a hangout. And when I see someone flying solo, my weirdness comes of like, are they with like, do they know what the upside is? Am I like the weirdo Who's just walking up to a stranger? Like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, who is this weird lady? And why is she talking to me? So I always feel weird because I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't assume that anyone listens to our show and knows who we like, knows who the show is and knows who upsiders are. So I always am like, is that person with us? Are they not with us? Are they going to think I'm weird? Like, what's the deal? And I overthink that because I'm an extrovert with anxiety. So Yeah. And what's so funny about this is, is before all of these events, uh, Callie 
usually about 15 minutes before says, I got crazy anxiety and it goes, and it goes away the minute we walk through the door, but it's just this weird thing about 15 minutes before any event with, it still feels weird to say fans. Listeners, it's not, it's not fans, community, it's like listeners, with, community members. With our friends, yeah. with our new friends. Upsiders. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird that you get, that that bugs, it's, it feels like that's something that should bug me, but it bugs you. Um, It is, well, you've been doing it for 25 years. Like you've been going to radio remotes and meeting people to listen to your show for a long time. I am new to that world. Yeah. So I think I'm paranoid about being a letdown. Like, cause I had, oh. I had a panic attack, like full on panic attack at Jeff's shows last weekend. And, um, for me, I'm so worried about being a letdown that I stress myself out over. What if I say a sentence that someone thinks is stupid or what if I say something awkward or what if, they're like, this girl is so weird. And the judgment that comes along with it for me is always what I'm scared of. And the reason it subsides when I get there is because people are so nice and so accepting and so welcoming. And I don't feel like I'm walking into a room of people that are looking for me to screw up. But the idea that maybe I'm going to be is what just triggers this crazy. I mean, I had to lay down before we went to our Nashville event, event this weekend because I was so anxious and I didn't want to panic again. And I was getting that awful feeling again in my stomach. And um, I was like, Jeff, I just need a minute. And I sat there and I breathed it out for like five minutes. But that's the fear is what if I walk into a room? Because I think that's all of our fears. And any introvert said they were scared to come and showed up. The fear is, I think for most people, what if... I'm not liked. What if I'm not accepted? What if I, you it's know, I'm walking into a room of people that are going to judge me. And that's what every person that's scared walking into a group fears is judgment from people that, you know, and you and I, I guess, and T-Bird for the, for the natural one are the only people that are going to talk to 100% of the people at the event or, or are going, are, that's our mission. Mm -hmm. So, so if you're walking in and and it's and you're just going to somebody else's event. You can just find one friend and hang out in the corner, and it'll be fine. But you know that you're going to have to walk in and say hi to 100 percent of the people who are there. Right, it'll and that's get, the goal. It'll and maybe it'll be. You it'll know, it'll get easier. Um, I've also been. I really don't feel like I belong in that situation either because um, I have spent my career, you know, being the person that executes stuff like that for other people. So. It's just a weird transition for me, but I'm really grateful that so far I haven't walked into a room where I felt judged or uncomfortable. Like I walk into a room of really accepting people. And, and once we keep doing that and I realize that there's no reason to be scared, I'll be great. But just the fear of what if I'm not liked in this group or what if I'm not accepted or what if everyone's waiting for me to screw up or fail um, is something I have to work on for sure. Well, it's scary. Well, when you're talking about like being in situations that you're not used to, let's keep in mind that I used to be the guy who would walk in the room and the spotlight would be squarely on me. Now, nobody even cares if I'm there. That it's is all not about, true. Did, uh, true or false. Somebody met you and started crying. You know how many people started crying when they met me? Nobody. None. I don't even know if anybody met me. That I don't even. Not, that is I, not true. And somebody was so excited to meet Callie. They teared up. They gave her a big hug. And I was like, hey, dude, go get more sangria. That was my whole role there. So I'm adjusting too. I'm having panic attacks that you'll just start doing these without me. Don't make fun. 
Like I'll get there. I will wake up one day and I'll see that, this, you know, there's something on Instagram and I'll be like, huh, Callie did a meetup without me. That is so not even true. Anyways, so thank you for being an accepting, awesome group of people. And for, um, I think we're all kind of like the community part of the upside is we're all kind of being brave together in one way or another. So thank you for, um, helping me be brave in things that I'm scared of by being so accepting of me as I am. That is something that's hard for me. And thank you for helping me work through that. You know what I think I would like to hear? I'd like to hear you do the big voice intro. I don't have a big voice, though. <laughs> Jeff uh, Jeff constantly makes fun of me for not having a, a voice strong enough to yell at the dogs in a negative tone. <laughs> she doesn't. She's like, like the dogs will be digging a hole in the backyard or like trying to get under the fence or barking at the neighbors or something. And Callie's like, Lily, Sadie. That is not true. My voice hurts from yelling as hard and strong as I yelled. You At what? At the dogs. Come on. You don't it hurts have my throat. You cannot angrily yell at the dogs. It's not in your DNA. You Whatever. love that you love them too much. Anyways, welcome to Free Stuff Friday. Where you can win free stuff. Because it's Friday. That's, That's your, how I would do it. That's your attempt? It's not an attempt. I'm not trying to be you, I'm trying to be me. Free stuff Friday. On a Monday. On a Monday. Because we're announcing the winner on a Monday, because we do that. Um, last week's Free Stuff Friday was a $218 prize from Cutco. It was a knife set, which is our favorite knives. And the winner was Songbird Wendy, as she is called on Instagram. She won via a bonus entry. And the way Free Stuff Friday works is we give you a, a word to text in on Friday. And when you text that, you'll get a reply that says you're entered to win the contest. And then it gives you an opportunity to earn bonus entries, usually by following someone on Instagram or liking a Facebook page or filling out a three-question survey, something like that. And Wendy actually followed Cutco Cutlery on Instagram, and that's the entry. Entry that, that gave her the winning entry. Yeah, congratulations. All right, for the past uh, several days, episodes, we've been talking about these five things that you should learn to do in order to let go of the past, specifically the stuff that just sits in your mind and festers for months or years after a negative situation happens. And the list is it was in psychology today. The first four were really good. Those were on Thursday and Friday's episode, but five the one that we're going to discuss today, I think, is going to be is is the most amazingly powerful one of them. But it's also, I think, going to be the hardest one to do because it involves changing your entire being. I think this is the worst one. This is my least favorite one. You don't like this one? Uh-uh. I think this one is great. I'll tell you why. But first, okay, so read the title of number five. Just the title. Build a Teflon Mind. Now, what is Teflon? Nonstick, a nonstick. So building nonstick mind. Like, Do you know why I'm going to say I don't like that? No. Oh, because you, I'm guessing because you think it's important for things to stick in order to learn from them. I don't think it's important for things to stick forever, but I think if we're having a conversation on the show about experiences that are painful and experiences that hurt as building blocks to the next thing. 
Like I'm not someone that thinks that you should just be totally resilient and never have anything affect you. Right. But here's what the Teflon mind means. It, uh, you have to, you can't just read the headline. You've got to dig into it. So there's two aspects of it. One is letting go of the past does not mean you forget what happened. Like you have to remember that and you have to learn from it, but it means forgetting the expectations that you had from that moment, right? So mm -hmm. if, if you're in a relationship with someone and they break it off and years later, you're still ruminating on it and you're still like affected by it, you're not affected by what they did to you. You're affected by the expectation that was not met. Like I was going to be with this person forever, or I was going to to chart the course of this relationship and they dumped me or they cheated on me. Or if it's a work situation, they fired me or they reassigned me or they gave somebody else the raise. So the Teflon part is remembering the hurt, but forgetting the expectation. Uh, and then the other part of it is uh, training your brain to remember the lesson, but not remember the hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I really just don't like this one. Like it doesn't make sense to me. It, it to me, it sounds totally contradictory. I, I see what you're saying, but it, this goes back. And I to love the article. The article's great. I found it. I sent it to Jeff. I was like, we got to do this on the show. The last one is just like, it's just, I don't know. Cause it's the one we did before that number four was don't let your problems define you. And that to me, so number five could be thrown out in my opinion. So number four. Okay. So cause, cause number four to me, don't let your problems define you is like the Teflon thing. Like you can remember the hurt, but don't let it shape your entire life and become so absorbed with the negative that you can't ever move past it. And it's, you're basing your entire life on your hurt. I think I might just be so, my mind is still blown from the mindfulness class that I took weeks ago, where the instructor said the sentence, if you're sitting in a room, like for some reason, she used like the waiting room of getting her driver's license. And you're in that room and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to take an hour. And it's so hot in this room. I'm so mad at the temperature. What you're actually mad at is not. It's the expectation. The temperature. It's the expectation that you should always be comfortable. Right. Because the person next to you might think it's too cold. And the person on the other side of you might think it's just right. And everybody's experience is different. And I think that's. That the other reason I think I have a bad taste in my mouth for this one is I think the word Teflon, like we've heard it, the word Teflon used in a negative way to describe people. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone who is Teflon, but they're using that and, and people are saying that in a negative way. Yeah. We, we know somebody who, um, is in a job that he probably shouldn't be in, but he's really, really good at insulating himself like, Yeah, from problems. Mm -hmm. Like he'll get rid of, he puts anywhere there's a problem. It's I. It's actually remarkable to me how well he does putting people between him and problems mm -hmm. so that when he has to address the problem, he can address that person who usually gets reassigned or fired or something. And he remains 
untouchable, it's really, it's. But that's a negative thing. And we actually like really like the person, but, um, yeah, it's just so, but that use. So I guess for me, maybe the word Teflon is throwing me off because anyways, well, that's, you know what you're going to get when you, uh, come to this show is you're not always going to get Callie and I agreeing on anything. Sometimes you're going to hear me like today be right and Callie be wrong. Mm -hmm. And and that'll happen every now and again. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a new ad partner on our show this week, and you are going to love them. Me and Jeff are really excited about this brand. Company called Liquid IV, and it is a powder that you mix in 16 ounces of water, and it gives you up to three times faster hydration than water alone. Plus, you get vitamins, uh, B vitamins and vitamin C in there. It's the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. And I know that in a lot of parts of the country where it's cold right now, you're like, why do I got to worry about being hydrated? I'm not even sweating. But you have dry skin in the winter. Mm -hmm. That's poor hydration. Uh, I think people naturally consume less water in the winter just because it's colder. Right. Cause you're not, you're not like, Oh, it's hot. I'm thirsty. Or you're not saying, Oh, it's cold. I'm thirsty. Usually when you're hot, you're saying that. (laughs) Right. So if you need to ramp up your hydration, you just pour one of these little packets, these little liquid IV sticks into a a glass of water, and you're going to get the equivalent of drinking two or three bottles of water. So whether you work out and you want to be hydrated for that, or you just are living your life and you know, like me, you don't drink enough water. Liquid IV could really, really help you out. Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use the code UPSIDE at checkout, and that's 25% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. Not all CBD is created equal, and not many CBD companies actually blend CBD with other natural ingredients to maximize its effects. Hemp Fusion does that. They blend CBD with terpenes, with omegas, with other natural ingredients so that they help specific areas, stress, sleep, energy. Hemp Fusion has done the research, and they're passing their knowledge on to you. You can get CBD anywhere but you can only get quality CBD from a few select sources. And our favorite is Hemp Fusion. Get 20% off your first order and free shipping by using the promo code UPSIDE at HempFusion.com. That's promo code UPSIDE at HempFusion.com for 20% off your first order. Rothy's is one of my favorite shoe brands. Now, I am someone that wears heels while I'm at work, but walking to and from my car, the walk is a little bit long, so I prefer to wear flats to and from work. And when I do that, I always wear Rothy's. They are so comfortable. There's no break in period, which I love. And the craziest part about this company is that they use plastic water bottles to make the shoes, but you'd never know because they're that comfortable. I also love that they're machine washable and I've washed mine three times already and they look as good as new. There's no sign of wear on them. Go to rothys.com slash upside to get your new favorite flats. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. I've got my three random things for today's episode. The first is a tip. If you are feeling unmotivated, tired, uh, uh, you know, foggy at work, set a timer on your phone and get up and pace briskly back and forth in front of your desk for 60 seconds. 
not up and down a hall, don't go to a break room, but make a short walk, like a five-step walk, turn around and walk back and do it for 60 seconds. And that, according to studies, the the short burst of uh, quick pacing with the turns uh, does something to your brain that that um, kind of lights it back up and you should be able to get another hour of energy out of it. Huh. So there's a Interesting. little there's a little at work hack. Um, I saw this online, Callie. What food, if you could only eat one for the rest of your life, one type of food? Pizza. What? That's the number one answer. <laughs> pizza. So what's not to love about pizza? It's bread and cheese. Oh, and so good. And meats. Now the the question said if you could only have one type of food for the rest of your life. I think, because a type of food, couldn't you say burrito, but then just have different types of burritos, like breakfast burrito one day, and then you could have- Yeah, but it's still burritos. I would get sick of burritos, and I do love, there is nothing better to me almost in life than a good quality breakfast burrito Yeah, with the right amount of spice, but yeah, no, yeah, you could put different, I mean, it's, yeah. Can we take a total, just a total sidestep from the breakfast burrito thing? Because we're doing Weight Watchers. Callie is doing an outstanding job at it. I'm not doing as good of a job, but I'm at least mindful of it. And what made me think of it is we made burritos for dinner the other night, and the shells that we had or the wraps or whatever were like seven points each. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, we got to find it because I – I would eat a breakfast burrito every morning. I love breakfast burritos. I just need to find a wrap that's, I ain't ain't all about using a third of my points before 9 a.m. Yeah, right. So I got to find a a lower point wrap. But that, this is just where my brain went. So, So that led me to the hamburger discoveries that we've made. Oh my gosh. Over the past, we're we're driving up to Nashville. We stop for food, like lunchtime. And we went to Wendy's and we're not, it's a road trip. So I think we're kind of pausing. Yeah. We basically hit pause on anything this weekend. We just ate what we wanted. And the Weight Watcher stuff, but Callie still looked it up. I was curious. A McDonald's, or not McDonald's, a Wendy's single with cheese was 18 points. It's like, no. No, that is so gross. Then, by the way, if you're wondering, um, I looked up other, because I just typed in Wendy's to look, and I'm like, so what food is like low point here? Chili. But I, there's so, Which like, is really good, by the way. I had chili. I don't, this is the second time that we've had, we've been Weight Watchers burned by a burger. I think it's because they're high in fat. Because then And we, Weight Watchers is pretty much like low fat, low carb. Yeah. Because all of the low point meats are 90% lean. But if if you just bought, okay, so the meat. So I think it's the fat because, because yeah, Weight Watchers, a big like component of whatever they're calculating, I think is, is fat. like fat and carbs. So if you got the 90% lean ground beef. Then that's only like three points. You could make a hamburger yes. at your house and have it on a bun and it's not going to cost you 18 points. Yes. Because I, the last time I did Weight Watchers a couple of years ago, I like lived on burgers, I, burgers, but I would have and put it, I would eat it with a knife and fork, like on half of a bun. Mm-hmm. 
and I would, and sometimes even had cheese on it. And I don't ever remember it being a double digit burger. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. I think it was just the fast food stuff and the good stuff that's like really fatty is like what makes it tasty. Yeah. Well, no, you can make, I can make any burger taste good. I know, but the um, fancy burgers that we were buying at Publix. Those were 17 points. I know. That was the first time we got So good though. They were so good, but they're a combination of high fat. Meats. Meats. Because that's why they're so delicious. Did we talk about that on the show? Our shock at the. No, we didn't talk about that. It's a, it's, um, public sells them and they're like pre-made patties. They're so good. And there's one that's like sirloin. And then there's another one. There's well, like, they're prime burgers. Right. But they have different, like one of them's like a sirloin mix and one of yeah. them's like the prime burger or whatever. And we got them and for whatever, well, it was cause Callie's hardcore about Weight Watchers and she comes in the room holding them and go and like mad holds them up at me and goes, Hey, these 17 points. <laughs> I was, I was like, mad because they're expensive and they're really good. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just have like a plain burger. You know what I mean? Like a burger, ketchup, cheese, lettuce. Great. And a 17 point. I was like, I no, heck no. So I, I was like, no, you're wrong. And so I scan them with my app and I'm like, huh, 17 points. And then, yeah, it must just be a, a fat percentage thing. Anyways, uh, sticking with the food topic, my third random thing is uh, this debate that is raging breakfast versus no breakfast. And I might be on Dr. Oz's side. Which and, is? And he normally bugs me. Dr. Oz came out a month or two ago and said, breakfast was a marketing tool by advertising agencies to get more people to eat food more times a day. People do not need to get up and immediately eat a breakfast. Um, here is what I have been thinking about with that. I think based on my conversation with Janair, and I feel like I need to address this because we just talked about Weight Watchers and we just had the episode of Janair who was talking about disordered eating and like diets, not good. Um, so I will say like, I'm still struggling with that full disclosure, but, um, I feel like with the breakfast thing, like when I, when Janair was talking about intuitive eating, like, why aren't we eating when we're hungry? Just if you're hungry, when you wake up, like some mornings I wake up and I'm starving and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have some yogurt or some fruit or whatever. And then some mornings I wake up and I'm not hungry. So why would I eat when I'm not hungry? But isn't that a pattern thing? Like, aren't you hungry depending on how late you ate the night before? I would think so. But lately that has not been a pattern for me lately. It's, I just sometimes wake up starving and then I don't know, sometimes I'm, I wake up and I'm not hungry at all. What a novel idea. Just eat when, eat when you're hungry. Eat. I know that's like going back to the whole, if you haven't listened to our episode about disordered eating, I talked to a, um, psychologist about food and I, it was such a novel idea to me that we just eat when we're hungry and don't eat when we're not and stop eating when we're full. Like that's crazy. That's the hardest part. <laughs> And I've been, since that episode, I've been, I've been pretty mindful of that. Me too. I've been thinking about it a lot. And like, if you noticed, this is very unlike me, but like, even when we went to, uh, when we were driving up to Nashville, we went to Wendy's and ate the devil burgers. We like, I probably only ate a third of my fries because yeah. I, I was really craving the burger and the fries were good. But after I ate the burger, I just was like, eh. and it's just, very weird. Cause usually it's just a weird concept to leave food sitting in front of you, yeah. especially when it's really good. But so it's going to take some effort. But I think we both, since we heard that Janair talking about it, we're both like, huh. 
stop when you're full. I actually interesting. Actually, thought because I li- was listening in the, in the car to Janair's episode. Should we do another bonus episode with an expert on intuitive eating? Yeah. Like, I don't think that's Janair's. She knows about it and she's, but I'm sure there are like diet and maybe it is Janair, but like just devote 30 minutes to defining. Because it's fascinating, it's, right? Yes, yes. It's basically just like getting back to it's, well, I was going to say intuitive eating. That's exactly what it is, but yeah. it's like, listen to what your body wants and do that. And I think, and then I'm going to expand on it and I want to do intuitive sleeping. So <laughs> if you're, if you're at work and you need a nap, you just take a nap. Yeah. Every, every office now has to have a nap room and you can just go in and nap. Um, okay. So switching gears, I am so excited about a segment that we're doing tomorrow that I'm almost mad that Jeff is making me wait till tomorrow to do the segment. We come home from Nashville and Kelly has a package and we're trying to record the show and have dinner and wind down. And then like, cause you know, Kelly has to go to bed early and everything. And she's like, I want to change the entire show schedule. I have got cereal. Well, what? Okay. So Jeff normally comes up with a ton of the show ideas and I'll have an idea and I'll pitch it to Jeff. But this one was kind of a surprise that I surprised Jeff with. And I didn't ask him if he thought it was a good idea. I just pulled the trigger and I was like, here's what we're doing. I found on the Today Show website, this company that makes quote unquote, like healthy cereal, right? So it's basically a company of people. The founders loved kids cereals, like cereal. I love cereal, love cereal, but I stopped eating it because it's so there's like no nutritional value. Like it's really bad, full of sugar, whatever. And I love it. And generally speaking that the healthier cereal is like miserable food. Oh, it's so gross. Like grape nuts. Isn't that one of them? Yeah. No, mm, why that shouldn't even be a cereal. Mueslicks or just little balls of steel wool or something. I don't know anything. Yeah. So, um, Basically, there's this company called Magic Spoon, and they've said, we love cereal, but we hate things that are bad for us. So we're going to make healthy versions of our favorite cereals. And they say that they've done now that. So I ordered a combo pack. So we have four full-size cereal boxes of these of Magic Spoon cereal that claims to be as delicious as your childhood favorites. And me and Jeff are going to test that on the show tomorrow. All right. One last question before we get out of here, Callie, have you ever, ever, and I'm asking this because I witnessed it when I was going to get coffee yesterday morning in Nashville. Okay. Have you ever flipped off another person from your car? No. I saw a woman flip off the car that was in front of me that kind of took a turn too sharp and cut her off. <laughs> and it was a, like a woman who is your age. And I had never, I've never seen that before. Um, I will tell you a funny story. The only time I've seen somebody actually flip someone off, like driving, my grandmother flipped someone off. She did? <laughs> yes. On the, the freeway when the I grandma, was a kid. The grandmother I met, your mom's yeah. mom. I, uh-huh. could see, I could see that. She was sassy. She was pretty sassy. And someone cut her off and she pulled up next to them and flipped them off. And which, I mean, this is- I feel like that's a 90s symbol. Like who flips someone off? Is it flip or flick? Flip. Okay. Um, well, any, any sort of hand gesture, it was just funny to me seeing- 
a woman do it. And I, I hope that doesn't sound sexist or, uh, it, it doesn't feel chauvinistic, but it just doesn't seem like a woman thing to do. It seems like a frustrated man thing to do. Like a woman. I think it seems like a 1992 thing to do. Okay. Maybe that's it, but you've never done it. No, never done it. My grandmother is the old. I just don't like I've seen I've done it as a joke. I think I've done it to you as a joke. Yeah, but like if you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh. No, but yeah, to a stranger in a car. No, never. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I was not ready to do a product review today. I actually said the wrong one on the show last week. So now I have a calendar of what I'm going to do because I started ordering things you know, like a month ahead of time. And then I got confused. So what I'm actually reviewing tomorrow is before you say it, just a thought, because you know, the cereal has been popping up on my Facebook feed a lot that you are bringing in. So do you want that to be your review for tomorrow? Oh, okay. And then get, then like get back caught up for the yeah because the the one thing with my product reviews if it's an item of clothing I like to wash it a couple times to see how it stands up to the test of time so I'm gonna do that and then tomorrow we'll do we'll review the magic cereal tomorrow magic spoon cereal and then do you want to say what's gonna be a week from tomorrow because I cut you off and you um Skims Kim Kardashian shapewear brand perfect. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Zach from Dallas, Texas, uh, calling about today's episode where you were talking about your notes on your phone. If you take advantage of iCloud syncing and backup, you actually go to iCloud.com, log in with the device you use to backup your phone, and there's an option there to see your notes on a web page, and you can go through, delete, modify, reorganize, and you can actually put them in folders now. So that's great. I share that. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. If you have been thinking about going to therapy, you know Jeff and I are big, big fans of therapy, and we talk about it all the time. If you've been thinking about it but don't know where to start, BetterHelp.com might be a good solution for you. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and you can communicate with them without ever leaving your house. You can um, text with them, chat with a counselor, phone, video, and you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. So when you go to betterhelp.com slash upside. You'll fill out some information about yourself and they will hook you up with a therapist that they think is the right fit for you. And then from there, you can schedule your video and phone sessions. Um, They're usually like once a week. And that might be a really good place for you to start if you've been struggling on where to start. It's the hardest part. Upside listeners get 10% off their first month with ups, with discount code UPSIDE. So go to betterhelp.com slash UPSIDE and then enter the discount code in UPSIDE to get 10% off your first month. Hey guys, it's Leslie, listener from day one and co-worker of Cali. And I'm actually driving from Atlanta to Indianapolis and I'm listening to Friday's show and... Kelly just said that y'all are probably on the road right now. And I just had a funny thought and thought, well, how fun would it be to pull in somewhere to get gas? And there are Kelly and Jeff on the way to Nashville. So anyway, I just had that goofy thought and thought, oh, I sure hope that I stop at the right gas station at the right time or whatever, and we can take a fun selfie. I know, totally stupid and totally irrational, but just had to tell you. 
So anyway, you guys have a great day and a great weekend, and I hope the meetup goes great. I would love to go, but I will be in Indianapolis. Bye, guys. Hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Sherry, and I was just listening to your episode. Uh, at the end, you were talking about the percentage of states that you have um, gotten the phone calls from. I would appreciate no percentages, please. Can you please just tell me the number of states? I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but I'm really bad with math, and I just prefer to know actually how many states are on board. Okay? Thanks. Bye. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Tina. Um, Jeff, take that phone out of your pocket. You guys are trying to get pregnant. I think there's a thing about that. Surely I'm not the only one that, that triggered something in my brain. Take the phone out of your pocket. Because it might be, you know, affecting things. Just say it. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Rebecca from Atlanta. Today, I'm grateful for the heaters in my car. Um, I'm just calling in regards to the dog food bowls. And I'm wondering if the reason that they're not eating out of the one that is attached to the water bowl, because the water may get into their food bowl and that could potentially change the consistency and the taste of the food. And then if they do eat it, it's just because they have to eat it versus if they're not that hungry, they just eat out of the one dog bowl. So maybe um, purchasing another dog bowl and using the conjoined dog bowl just for water and keeping the food bowls a little bit farther away from their water. I don't know. Try it out. You know, pups, they're so particular. Love you guys. Hi, I was just listening to this Friday's podcast about your unconventional advice to not go to bed mad. And I think there's a, an important distinction between not going to bed um, angry and going to bed with the conflict fully resolved. Um, you can let your emotions subside knowing that you do have tomorrow um, to actually resolve the conflict without having the conflict resolved. And so, um, Anyways, I, I think your advice makes sense and that you can let the emotions um, sit and resolve the conflict later. That's it. Thanks. Hi, this is Jamie from Alpharetta. I just had to pause the show, the Thursday show, when Jeff was talking about having to tell Callie when he has some kind of medical thing going on just in case something happens. I do that to my husband all the time. If my head hurts, if my foot hurts, if my stomach hurts, I just want him to know, like, if I just pass out, like, he has to tell the doctors or the paramedics what's wrong with me because I want them to fix me as soon as possible. And, you know, I've seen way too many Grey's Anatomy episodes and House episodes where, like, they don't know what's wrong with them. So it's just nice to give someone a heads up. So, Jeff, you're not crazy. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.